God bless you. Thank you so, so much for coming in the house of the Lord. Are you good this morning? If you are good and if you love me, you're going to support me with those amens. I just want you to say truth. Whatever that I'm saying you feel is truth, just say amen, which means it is true. That is truth. So please don't be stingy with those amens. And last week, Pastor Tebu, okay, before we go there, this is the last service, Bazalwana. And we're going to make a bridge just to pray for those we didn't get the, the opportunity to pray for last Sunday because they were not in the house. So please just bear with us. I'm just going to take a bit of your time. Because you're going to intimidate me. Just say, go for it, woman of God. Amen. Amen. So today, the, 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 the service would be a bit longer because I just want to make sure that when we leave this place, we've received all that the Lord has prepared for us. And you promise you won't check your watches. Amen. So last week, Sunday, we've introduced, actually this year is the, the year where we're saying kingdom come. We're not only praying for the authority, the rulership, and the reign of God to come here on earth. But we are saying, Father, we are going to be partakers. We're going to be partakers in making sure that your kingdom advances, in making sure that your kingdom is established. And can I say this? May we always do that. Even when we pray, may we remember the words of the Lord Jesus when he said, when you pray, say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I want us to proclaim, even upon our nation, even when we are faced with so many ills in our nation, I believe it will take you and I to stand and proclaim prophetically to say the kingdom of the Lord is coming. The will of the Lord shall be done. So I please implore you, let's continue to do that. And I know the kingdom of God shall come in this nation, our beautiful South Africa, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So last week we've introduced a theme for the month, taking dominion. And Pastor Tebu told us that dominion simply means power, authority, rulership over a realm or a territory. And taking dominion means taking our rightful position and possessing that which is rightfully ours. And I want us to understand that there are things that the enemy has dispossessed us of. And we can't allow him to continue to do that. We need to take back what is rightfully ours, but only if we are rightfully positioned. Amen. The second thing, taking dominion means exercising our power to command and expecting a fulfillment of that appeal. Not only are we commanding things that are not as though they are, not only are we speaking to the mountains to move, but we are believing that as we command them, they shall move. Things will begin to shift and the atmosphere will change. Amen. And the third thing, taking dominion means occupying and governing our territory or our space. And I believe it's about time. And this is not a theme for the month. We are saying as the church of Jesus, we just need to know who we are. And we just need to possess that which is rightfully ours. And this morning, I dare you as a royal priesthood, for you are a royal priesthood. I want you to dominate your space. I want you to dominate your territory. Dominate and take charge of your life. Body, spirit, soul. May we tell our flesh that yes, in 2021, 
you used to be on the throne. But this year is different. I'm in charge here. We are not going to listen to our bodies that want to indulge in sin. But we are going to say to our bodies, I am in charge here. We're not going to listen to alcohol that would demand that we drink it. But we are going to tell our bodies that I am in charge here. We are not going even to just allow our bodies to be lazy. We're just going to pull ourselves up. This year is going to be different. I'm not sure about you. You need to take a resolve in your heart. And I know some of us, we are discouraged of taking resolutions. But I believe we need to take a resolve in our hearts to say this is the year of the Lord. You know, we've said previously, this is my year. And you remember how things turned out. So I've dubbed this year, the year of the Lord. And I believe the Lord is with us. And whoever is going to try to be against us, is going to fail. So this is the year of the Lord. We are winning this year. We are victorious this year. Whatever the Lord wants to do through us and in us shall be done, whether the enemy likes it or not. We are taking charge, taking charge of the church. And can I say this? Those of us who've been visiting the house of the Lord, even though we've taken membership, we're just spectators watching as people are serving as people are praying as people are committing with their finances this is a different year this year we are going to take charge of this church we won't allow anything that is wicked or evil to happen in our presence not when we are here we're going to take ownership we're going to love our pastors we're going to pray for our pastors we're going to pray for the people of hope restoration ministries we're going to love on them we're going to make sure that whatsoever we need to do we are there for we understand the kingdom of god can never come unless we want to partake in bringing it forth amen we need to establish the kingdom of the Lord, especially as the people who understand who they are. And I believe this year, the Lord has kept us alive for a reason. Some of you, you've survived a number of things last year, even early this year. And I'm saying it's not by chance. In course, I say, Benzing, I'm a chances. It is by appointment. It is because the Lord want, knows what he wants you to do. And may you please be faithful. As much as the Lord has saved you, as much as the Lord has been so good to you, the only thing that you can do is just to take your rightful place and do what God is calling you to do. So I dare you to take charge. Take charge of your family. Take charge of your finances. Let's take charge of our children. May we not allow technology. May we not allow the world, the pop culture, to raise our children. May we take charge and say, Father, they are a gift from you. We are going to be responsible. Can I tell you, whatever you have is a gift from the Lord. Some of us, we are praying for children whilst we're watching you. Some of us, we are praying for marriages while we see some of you. And I'm saying things are going to change this year. It's not going to come on a silver platter but we are ready we are ready and i'm saying church of jesus let's be ready to say in our marriages we are going to work nature our marriages salvation 
We're going to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. We need to make sure that we mature, we grow, we become who God has intended us to be when he created us. I'm not sure if you feel my passion. But I am saying, COVID has shown us, you know, we cannot be just, just shallow. We cannot be just mellow. We cannot be just comfortable. But we need to be good to go all out for our God and say we are here and we're going to make a difference. And if the Lord has given me a space to make sure that I rule, I'm going to rule that space because I understand I am here for a mission. I want people who understand that they are here for a mission and for a reason to say amen. Okay. Huh? Scott, all right. So this morning, before I introduce the theme of the, 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 my topic for today, under the theme, taking uh, dominion, can I just bring to your attention this culture that is, you know, trending of late, the, the cancel culture. Do you know anything about it? Now I feel, I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm deserving to be here, like Umam Fundis, because at least I'm going to bring something they don't, that they don't know. You know, whilst I was listening to the news, I actually realized, and, and you know, checking some of the social spaces through my, my girls' phones, I realized, Uti, cancel culture is the thing. You know, people, they don't hesitate. Hesitate to drop you, hesitate to hate on you, hesitate to stop supporting you. They don't hesitate. You dare say something, do something, or like something that they deem unacceptable. They will just cancel you. Ah, you remember R. Kelly? And you say, I have a family with you online. You remember R. Kelly? Some people would go to an extent of saying, please don't buy, don't buy his music anymore. And I'm not standing here to promote wickedness and evil in the, in the land. But I'm just saying, cancel culture is not kingdom culture. Hey, Bazalana, some of us, we know that we are standing here by grace. If cancel culture was this thing in the kingdom, no one of us would be here. No one of us would be preaching this morning. We are here not because we are perfect. We are here because the Lord is working on us. And our God is gracious. Our God is merciful. The sad thing is that as much as we're talking about cancel culture, we have adopted that culture within the house of the Lord. Some people, I just hope, you know, as I'm standing here, you have not already cancelled me to say, ah, I'm not going to listen to it. Oh, my goodness, Matebula, Matebula, where are you? You know, there are some people who can cancel you, and they, they, they just write you off. Oh, Hashem, just give me an opportunity just to, to preach in that. Eh? And then... But you know, the sad thing, it's amazing how we want to be pardoned when we have made mistakes. It's amazing how we want mercy from others, yet we fail to give same to those who deserve it. And I'm saying to you, child of God, understand that cancel culture is not of the kingdom. It's no wonder some of us, because of that cancel culture, we even canceled ourselves. So some of us, we didn't even sit down and begin to dream big dreams for the year. You know why? Because we've canceled ourselves. We're saying, ah, 2020 are planned. 2021 are planned and nothing came to fruition. Why waste my time? We don't have aspiration for a better future. We don't 
uh, dream, big dreams for even the kingdom of God because of this cancel culture. We even canceled ourselves. But this morning, I want you to understand that God is a good God. That is why we are here. And I want to speak these words of hope and say to you, as I introduce my topic, you can still dominate. You can still dominate. The truth is, Adam and Eve messed, up, messed us up. But because of the grace and the message of the Lord, Christ Jesus came. That is why today we are called the children of the Lord. Because cancel culture, for as long as 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 for as long as you confess your sins to say, Father, I've, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven. Please forgive me. The Lord is well able to position you and make you dominate. So I'm saying you can still dominate. Regardless of what you have done, even this morning, the sins that you have committed, I am saying regardless of your state this morning, you can dominate. If Moses was in the house with me this morning, I believe he would take the podium and testify to say, even after killing someone, killing an Egyptian, even after, you know, running 40 years and, and, and taking care of the ship, the Lord can still use you. After wasting so many years, the Lord can make you to dominate. The Lord can make you to take the children of Israel out of captivity to the, the land that they deserve to be in. How I wish, how I wish Rahab was here. Even after she has changed her ways, the Bible in the book of Hebrews still refers to her as Rahab the prostitute. You know, if your past doesn't want to, to leave you alone, never get despondent. You even wonder, Mara. Oh, I stopped I stop doing that to about 10 years ago. But Really? I'm no longer there. But you know what? You tell yourself, I can still dominate. Oksala, you know, I'm in the lineage. I'm, I'm part of, of the, the ancestry regardless of my past. So I'm saying you can still dominate. If Job was here, he would tell you, even after losing everything, after losing your possessions like some of us have or most of us have, after losing your parents, after losing your children, I am here to testify and say, you can still dominate. The Lord that we serve, the God that we serve, he's the God of the turnaround. And I am saying, give him an opportunity. It's a matter of time. He would come around and he's going to change things around in the name of Jesus. I'm prophesying over your life that things are about to change. Don't be discouraged, child of God. You can still dominate. Hallelujah. Say, I can still dominate. Deuteronomy chapter 30. We're reading from verse 11 to 20. It says in the New King James Version, For this commandment, this living word that I'm giving you today is not too mysterious for you. Nor is it far off or is it out of reach. It is not in heaven that you should say, who would ascend into heaven for us and bring it to us, that we may hear it and do it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who would go over the sea for us and bring it to us, 
that we may hear it and do it. It means it is accessible to every one of us. It can be understood by every one of us. It is simple. But the word, this word of faith is very near you, in your mouth and in your heart, that you may do it. That is why the book of Romans, Paul says, Romans chapter 10, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, with your heart, that he was raised from the dead, you would be saved. Because the word is near you. It's in your mouth and in your heart. It is near you. The Bible says in verse 15, See, I've said before you, today life and good, death and evil. In that I command you today to love the Lord your God, to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments, his statutes and his judgments, that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land that which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away, verse 17, so that you do not hear and are drawn away, and you worship other gods and serve them. I announce to you today, I warn you today, that you shall surely perish. You shall pro not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in and possess. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you, that I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life. He is life itself and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord saw to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. And Father, we thank you this morning for your word. Bless it, O God, and speak to us through it in Jesus' precious name. And the church of Jesus said, Amen and amen. I want us to look at three things. The Bible says the word of the Lord is not too mysterious. It means God's revelation is available to all of us. The Bible says even creation, it speaks about the glory of the Lord. It speaks about the might and the power of the Lord. Even your conscience. You know, some of us, we, we, we are coming to church for the first time, but the Lord has done something. The Lord has been speaking to us even through our consciences because the Lord wants us to come back to him. So we are saying this word is available to every one of us. And may you tell yourself even this year, as we start the year, to say, I'm going to make sure that I open myself up so that I may hear what the Lord is saying to me, even through his word. Because it is up to us as individuals what we do with that which we hear. Some of us, we receive it and we use it and make use of it. Some of us, we just ignore it. And I'm saying to you to this morning, as much as it is revealed to us, let's make sure we receive it and we do as it said. The second thing, God has given each and every one of us free will. We are free to choose what we will. But we cannot choose the consequences to our choices. So all of us are free to choose whatever we want. But we don't have the free or the liberty to choose the consequences thereof. That is why the Bible says, life and death, choose my curtain. Blessing and cursing, but choose life so that the consequences can be good. Because if you choose death and you choose cursings, cursings, then the consequences are not going to be that good. But can I say this morning, as I said, you can still dominate. Our ability to bounce back and dominate depends on the choices we make today. Today is a new day. Today is a gift from God. May we make sure that we make right choices today. Can I just say this? All that I'm praying for is long life. But tomorrow is not as short. 
Tomorrow is not a guarantee. Today is the day that we are sure of. And we need to make sure that today we make right choices so that our tomorrow can be a brighter and a greater one. Amen. Welcome for this. Amen. So how then do we bounce back and dominate? The first thing that you need to do if you want to bounce back and dominate, be aware of your state. Zazi. Be aware of where you are. Know your surroundings. Know the people you are surrounded by. Understand where you are at and who you are. Or, where you, or who you have become. Because some of us, it doesn't mean what we are is what we are supposed to be. Do a self-assessment. Bengupi, 2019. You know, 2019, every time I look back and I, I, I just think about the blessings of 2019, I realize, hey, it's like I didn't celebrate God enough for 2019. You know, some of us, we were on fire for God. Some of us, we, we loved our husbands. Namshanje, because of COVID-19 and isolation and, and, and restrictions, it's like he's forever here. Welcome. But the truth is, some of us, that's where we are. Some of us, because of online, and I'm, I'm not attacking you. Thank you that you joined us, those who are joining us online. But some of us, we've been spoiled by you online. When was the last time everything you go is going to be there? But you remember my 2019. When you say you're seeking the face of the Lord, you wanted to read the Bible in a year. But right now, we don't even have those beautiful resolutions because of our state. And I'm saying, and Paul is saying, examine yourself in the book of Corinthians so that you may know if you are still in the faith. Test yourself and ask yourself, Bengupi, then, and where am I now? The truth is, some of us must, must start to sing this one. You know what happened when I got saved? As much as I didn't understand salvation, I have my friend here, Umeiki. I got back at school and I started preaching to her. Two I think it was two weeks being saved. I preached to her and I told her that Jesus is Lord. And she said, yeah, no, I hear, I hear. And then, so how do I get saved? I don't know. Let's go to church. In the evening, we went for an evening service because we wanted just to get salvation. I don't even know how to lead her. I didn't know how to lead her to the Lord. That's how fired up I was with the things of the kingdom. Ah, today, you know, I feel, um, no, I can't just talk about Jesus in my mall's nanny. You know, I, you know, I'm well known. And what would they say? And some of us, that's where we are. Can I remind you of the prodigal son? It took him to be aware of his state and where he was for him to go back home. Some of us, we need to be fed up by our state or with our, our state. Fed up with where we are. We can't be friends with swines, pigs. It's like pigs were his friends because his friends forsook him because he didn't have money. And then he was envying and of the swines. And he asked himself, who is this? What happened to me? I am royalty. My father is moneyed. Servants at way back home, they've got plenty to eat. And they've got plenty to spare. And here am I, starving to death. 
hey, with pigs around me. And then he decided, I'm leaving them pigs, going back home. Until you realize your state and you are fed up with it, you are fed up with where you are, you'd never go back to where you're supposed to be. And I'm saying today, be fed up. You know those things? It changes. Today. Not next week. Today it changes. I cannot be a blesser perpetually. Today. Those girls, I'm going to bless them to go to school. I'm not going to abuse them. It changes today. I'm fed up of this. I'm going back home. Going back to where I belong. The second thing that you need to do when you want to bounce back, focus. Focus on and guard your calling. Focus on your calling. Pazalon, I think we've been wondering, doing a number of things, but the Lord is saying, you are designed to dominate. You are, have been designed and created for a purpose. Go back to that thing. Focus on that. Deal with all these distractions because the calling of God upon you, the purposes of God upon your life, they are going to determine the choices you make in life. Some of us, the friends we have, I think they've overstayed their welcome. Nice and jangity, we don't want to be nasty. We are dominating in a, in a godly way. Nice and to say, I, I think one of some of the things that I need to do this year so we can't meet as often as you would want us to meet. And then before you know it, you know, huh? <laughs> out of sight, out of heart, before you know it, it's over. The places you used to go to because of the calling of the Lord, you can't go to those places anymore. I just hope you Yes, amen. You can't be in those places. Yes, we are bringing the kingdom. But let's, please, let's start in our neighborhood before we can go and preach to those at conquer. Because some of you, you just want to go and see and then you'll go in the name of preaching, evangelizing, a conquer. Let's start from our backyards where to evangelize there. Stay away from conquer. Stay away from all those places because of the calling of God upon you. The calling of God should determine the person you decide to marry, young people. Take it from me who's married. Marriage is for holiness. I don't care how talented, how powerful, how prayerful, how married, how handsome, how beautiful, how all these beautiful things. You dare marry wrong, you shall regret. You shall never fulfill your purpose. You shall never fulfill your calling. Ask me. You know, I know a number of people who were on fire for the Lord. Whom you knew what they are called to do this. They decided to marry. Wrong. Ask me where are they today? Nowhere. Serving the purposes of God. The calling of the Lord is like, and they've been prophesied upon to say, this is what you're called to do. Yes. I'm saying, my daughter, my son, especially my daughters, you know how I want you to get married. But don't be so desperate. Rather you stay alone, you serve your God. 
I'm telling you, and Balindile, ask some of us in marriage if we were honest, we'll tell you what it says, Shazinje. Truth be told, Bazalala, I love my husband. I'm here because uh, I'm here and I decided to be here. I'm not talking about us. But Okay, class, let's, let's come back. Let's come back to, to our subject. So you need to decide. And there are some battles because of the calling upon your life that you choose not to fight. Yes, they are mantuas, and unfortunately, we still have them in the house. The Lord is still working on them. You know, they just pick up a fight just like that. So you need to tell yourself, ah, because of my calling, ah, say whatever you want to say, sister. It's okay. I love you with the love of the Lord, whatever that means. Hallelujah. You cannot. You want to retaliate. You want to fight. And you forget your calling. These are distractions. That is why the Bible says, if your heart turns away, you dare be distracted and you continue to conform to the standards of this world and you begin to worship other gods, you're going to forget your calling. You're going to forget the purposes that you should serve. And I'm saying today, decide, I'm not going to be distracted. As much as we are sounding so spiritual with the amens, how many of us are slaves to our phones? Those phones are no longer serving us. We are serving them. Some of us have so vogue and say, are on. Are you on call? Really? Is there an emergency? Why? Why? Who said when you call you, you need to answer? You know, sometimes you need to tell yourself, I am fasting cell phone. And let me tell you, if you fast cell phone, you fast the social spaces where you're supposed to be, you're not going to miss out on anything. Politicians will continue to be corrupt even when you come back. Nothing is going to change. I'm telling you. So you just need to give yourself a break so that the Lord can continue to explain to you the things that you need to do. Some of us today, we don't even know the will of the Lord for our lives. And all that I'm saying, deal with all those distractions. The Lord is busy speaking, but you can't hear because you are distracted. Focus. Focus on God so that you can hear him clearly. Hallelujah. The last thing, choose life. Choose life. Choose life by returning to God. Those of us who've been safe for a long time, you know, it's easy to go through the emotions. I know. I mean, I can, I can spiritualize things. And you greet me, and then I just give you, you know, some spiritual jargon, just to prove I am still there, only to find that I'm not. And the Lord says, you know, you know that you know that you have moved, you have shifted, and the Lord is waiting for you to come back to him. He wants you to come back to him and cleave to him. You know, when you read in the book of, 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 of Deuteronomy, it says with a message translation, I think it's verse 10. Can you just project it? It says when you go back to him, you, you don't do that half-heartedly. 
Help me on, on the screen. Okay. 30 verse 10. It is nothing half-hearted here. When you say you come back, you must return to God your God. Totally, heart and soul, holding nothing back. Withholding nothing back and say, Baba, you know, it's easier as a Christian to be a hypocrite because you are used to the systems and how we do things. And the Lord is saying, cut it, cut it, stop it, stop it. Don't, act to be, don't, don't try to act as someone you are not, especially when you are amongst the people of God in the church. Ask the sons of Sceva, They moved. Oh, actually, they didn't know God. But they, they could hear Paul in the name of Jesus casting out spirits and, 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 and demons. And then they said, all right. See, Bambi, in the name of Jesus, out. And then they got there. They said, in the name of Jesus, out. The Bible says the man who was possessed by this spirit, he overpowered them. And he trapped them. Baba Shaya, he wounded them and he stripped them naked. Papumeba Gijima, Bangatoranga, and naked. Because they thought they know the lingo. But they didn't know the God. And God is saying, My daughter, my son, spend time with me. Come back to me. Pray unto me. Seek my face. Read the word. Seek the scriptures. And then when you stand, especially amongst the people and say in the name of Jesus. It won't be by your might nor power. You begin to dominate those spaces because the power of God has been vested upon you. Hallelujah. The last thing, not only do you choose life by returning back to God, but you choose life by confessing your sins, turning away from them and yielding yourself to God. I'm talking to all of you beautiful, handsome uh, people who are in this place. You've been coming to church, coming and visiting, but you've never taken the decision yeah. of making Christ the Lord of your life. Yeah. The Bible says, if you hear the word of the Lord, do not harden your heart in the book yeah. of Hebrews. And this is my call to you this morning yeah. to say the Lord appreciates and we do appreciate the fact that you are coming into his house. But that is just the first step. It doesn't end there. The Lord wants to relate with you. And the Bible says today is the day of favor. Today is an acceptable time. Today is the perfect time. The day of your salvation. And the Lord is saying, just open your heart. Say, Lord... I cannot do this. You know the good thing with all of us we want to dominate. It's good, you know, to be in a space and own up that space. But can I say this? We are not doing it with our power. We need God. That is why the Bible asks, What is your hope? In this hopeless world that we are living in, one thing that keeps us going is to know that we have a relationship with Christ. 
to know that we have a relationship with God and to know that everything that happens to us is God allowed. Nothing catches our Heavenly Father by surprise. Wouldn't you want to be in that space while you are dominating? You know that you know, you've got a garrison of angels surrounding you because the heavens owns you. Every time, wherever you go, the angels are saying, he belongs here. He's the son, he's the daughter in the kingdom. But we can only be that son and the daughter in the kingdom if you say, Lord Jesus, today I am fed up of just attending church. Today, I want to have a relationship with you. I want to understand the scriptures. But as also Robert, the reason why you see so many souls running after false prophets is because they don't have the Holy Spirit who can testify to say, Hi, Axiole. And testify and say, Because no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That is why I'm standing here to say, This is the day of your salvation. This is the day of favor. Don't let this day pass by. Yes, I've got resolutions, but I know. I'm going to achieve all these goals if I have you in my life. And I want us to stand right now as I allow Umfundis Matebula to come and help me. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hold it. Now, I'm going to ask all of you who are here just to raise your right hand. Just raise your right hand, please. And then close your eyes and pray this prayer after me. You are beginning to dominate. And church, let us help them. Say, Lord Jesus, come to my heart. Be a Lord and the Savior of my life. Devil, from today, you will never, ever rule my life. My life belongs to Jesus. Jesus alone. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on. This is the day where you begin to dominate. This is the day where you begin to dominate. Father God, I pray for these souls. I cover them under the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus, I declare their lives will never be the same. Father, they will begin the journey of dominion. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we speak praise.